Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition, but today is a special episode, Ma. I normally ask yes, you how you're doing, you. but do you want me to tell you why? Or do you, or do you want to why talk to Why is today a special day? This is our two-year anniversary. Our second anniversary. Yes, yes. So thank you to everybody who has been listening to us, the people who have commented, people who have purchased things and merch or whatever it is. We really do appreciate you guys. Thank you for all your support. All right. And and we're going to have a toast to two more years. We're going to have two more. Well, however many more, but I'm just okay. saying, yeah, oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So you want oh, to start so off happy. with the toast? So happy we're still here. Hold on, okay. mind. And you know, we're toasting till we got to go back to Noble Wolf Baca. We got to toast because that was our first guest that we had on the show. Not our oh, first yes. show, but the first guest we had the on the show. show. And that was Bryce. Bryce. Yep. Yeah. Okay. To Noble Wolf. Okay. We're going to raise our glasses to continue long life, continue prosperity, health, wealth, happiness, and same for Noble Wolf. Wolf. Oops. And same for everyone. Salud. Salud. Okay. All right. See, my, my, my energy is up today. All right. So, Ma, we got to get into LeBron James. So, we know that the Lakers have just been officially eliminated from the playoffs in the Western Conference Finals. But LeBron James showed up and showed out, scoring 40 points. I think it's 10 rebounds and nine assists, one assist away from a triple-double. And we know that LeBron James is a senior citizen now. Stop. But <laughs> but so twenty but twenty seasons he just completed his twentieth season so oh congratulations LeBron so my Asamber James met with reporters after the game and he said they asked him you know about the next season and he said we'll see what happens going forward I don't know I don't know I got a lot to think about to be honest I got a lot to think about. To be honest, he said that several times. So, Mom. Okay. Should Le- Do you think LeBron, not should LeBron retire? We're not going there. Do you think that LeBron is going to retire? Yes, I do think he's going to retire. <laughs> I just don't know when. But, yes, he will retire at some point. Okay. Good, Ma. Good, see, good. Buddy. No, uh, you yeah. mean is he going to retire this season? Do you think he's going to retire? You think he's or, coming or back? Or now, or whatever. Yes, do you think he's I coming think back? I think he'll come back. Season? I think he'll he'll come back simply because the, the caliber, his caliber of playing is still very, very high. You know, they usually, unfortunately, if we look at the history of all these super duper uh, superstar athletes, most of them don't leave when they're still playing at a high level. Mm-hmm. Most of them do not leave until their playing is in serious decline. Mm-hmm. And it's simply because they're so accustomed to it or they have such big egos. And these are the things that we find in our superstars. But overall, in general, when they're playing at the level that LeBron is still playing at, they don't usually leave. Yeah. And 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 you kind of can't blame them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, because they still feel they have a lot physically to contribute. You yeah. know they have lots to contribute in terms of um, you know, their their sports acumen and so forth. But they when they play at, at his level, I mean he's scoring, you know, on average 30 some odd points a game. And when he wants to, he can even elevate beyond that. You know, well, so. oh, I don't know if that's on average. He's, I think, he's on average is a, a little under that. Okay, never mind. Okay. Uh, well, whatever it is, it's, it's good. It's very I'm good. Not that far off, you know. He's no, no. Still, 
he's still an excellent player. He's it's, still, he's still excellent. I mean, no, I don't I, have my computer in front of me. I can't give you the specific data, but I do know he's playing hellified good. He's so, playing no, excellent. I'm just so messing no, with you, Ma. So, you know, so listen, no, to make a long story short, no, I don't think he's going to retire yet. No. I, listen, I don't think he's going to retire uh, after this season. I think that he does think about it seriously. I think that, you know, he well, knows he's got to think about it because he's looking at not just his own uh, clock, but he's looking at his son. He's well, looking at Bronny is coming in doing something. Yes. Yes, ma. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that he's thinking of, you know, OK, um, I've been up here and it's not easy to get yourself to, to maintain because LeBron maintains his body throughout the season, throughout the season, oh, yeah. off season, he's always, you know, you, you'll look, there's not many people that do that, but LeBron is one of the people that does that. Right. And that's very difficult. The older you get, you know, it takes a lot more to get yourself in peak yeah. top shape. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and he's had, and he had to deal with injuries this season too. He was out for a number of games. So I think he's thinking about it, but I definitely think we'll see him back next season. And I think, as he said, like you just mentioned, my his ultimate goal is to play with Bronny. So he has one more season before Bronny is eligible to play in the NBA because he has to go to he's going to USC. So he's going to go there for one year and then he'll be eligible for the NBA. Okay. So we'll That'll so I'm good. so yeah. And so at that and point Bronny, and Bronny still has a lot to develop with his game. Well, yeah. I don't think his game is at his peak yet. Well, it's not going to be at his peak at this early age. Well, you know what I mean. You I don't mean, think it's like at his peak. Yeah. Well, I'm, see, but the but see, that's my thing that I always will listen. It's his son, and I'm not. I, I, I you know, I, I'm not going to go there. But I will say, how can you live up to LeBron? Yeah, that's a lot. How can you live up to Michael that's Jordan? A, that's a, right. That's a right. lofty goal. Well, Michael Jordan's son, I don't even think they barely tried. Well, he's going with uh, Scotty Pippen's wife. So that's the Well, the that's the closest thing. he can get, right? Yeah, there we mm -hmm. go. Okay, I'm going to hell. All right. So um, uh, let's move on to somebody else who has been in the news. And I don't, lately, I have started to not agree with a lot of things that this person has said. But I kind of agree with his uh, sentiment and his whole vibe about AI. So someone spoke to Ice Cube on a, a podcast recently and they asked him, did he, did he hear the AI track that was mimicking Drake in The Weeknd? And that was called, I think, is Heart on My Sleeve. And so Ice Cube says, I don't want to hear an AI Drake song. Yeah, I don't want to hear that bullshit. He should sue whoever made it. And then they furthermore, they went into Ice Cube. They said, listen, we're coming for you next. And Ice Cube said, uh-uh. Well, anybody that comes for me and, uh, you know, trying to mimic me, I'm, they're going to have to talk to my lawyer. So, Ma, what do you think about that? I what agree. do you think about AI? I agree. I, because uh, it's going uh, too not far. A, not, see, at AI, it's it's like everything else. It's he like, referred well, to it as demonic, just to let you know. Okay. And, and, and used in that way. You see, that's the problem about the use of it can be perverted. Okay. It mm -hmm. can do a lot of things in terms of health, you know, helping people and this and that. It, it, there's a lot of good things with it, but there's also a lot of very bad things with it when it's used in a perverted way. Mm-hmm. OK, you know, and, and that's it. There's a lot of ethical questions behind AI. You know, uh, I just recently saw a program when they were talking about and they had a couple of scientists on there and they were talking about uh, the ethical aspects of AI. And they were talking about how uh, in the wrong hands, AI can be used for mind control and AI can even actually read minds. It was a whole program on it. And so it's, it, AI is, is being, AI is, is surreal. It's sci-fi come to life, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what's happening with AI. So there's so many ethical questions when you come to these uh, despotic uh, leaders, you know, like Putin and maybe some of these alt-right people and all that. AI can be used to devastate and control people. So it's very, it's a lot of ethical questions and, you know, we'll see. But I, I'm in full agreement with Ice Cube, if that's the, the ultimate question. But AI, you know, there's a lot of good that can be done, but there's also a lot of bad. And the thing about it, 
And what the scientist was saying is that, well, even if he and his team, you know, stop with the development, there's, you know, hundreds of other people out there doing the same thing. So it's not that it's going to, you know, discontinue. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so it's good for them to continue and develop and know, you know, the people who are on the, the side of ethical, ethical side and doing it for altruism and to, you know, uh, you know, give us a better quality of life. We need those people out there because there's the other people who are using it for their own goal. You know, you, you follow me? Yeah, I, you know, I, yeah. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I also think that, about, as, and they even showed illustrations of how AI can read people's minds. Well, well, my, and and you know this as time progresses, as you know, we learn more, we know more. So does technology, and AI becomes more and more sophisticated. Yes, and, and it starts to mimic humans. Do, which do is you know what they were saying? They were saying if you, they illustrated how if you're in a conversation with somebody, they can use AI to read your mind to the extent that AI can say, well, those are the words that Peju said, but that's not what she meant. What she was thinking was so and so and so. Oh my God. That's how deep it was. And they were talking about, oh my God, how is that going to, you know, how Mm -hmm. is that going to work out moving forward? Okay. That's how developed the AI is. They're not saying woo 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 abracadabra. I think you're going to, it's going to rain tomorrow. They were saying how in an exchange they can. AI to know the authenticity of what somebody is really saying and thinking, you know. Uh, so it it was really deep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, find so I would really, ask Cube. I'm, I, I would ask Cube. No, if you, yeah. if you you if you come for me with that, yeah, I'm coming for you. I, I'm like you because at this point, it's it's becoming it's it's, it's getting a little bit out of hand, yeah. and we need to kind of rein it back in so that we can have control over it and not let artificial intelligence take over us and yeah. so i'm you know because because you know ice cube says some things that i'm not particularly in line with but this, yeah I, i'm i'm all for you yeah well i'm in accord with him on this as well all okay. right okay. all right my, um let's move on to um i'm gonna try to make this as the explanation as short and sweet as i can mom but if i bore you please as you always do let me know so uh, Rick Ross and DJ Envy's car show beef is really starting to get personal. So it all started well, even more well, personal. Okay. Well, the two, listen, the two had no connection. They both have car shows over the next few weeks, right? DJ, okay. So Rick Ross went on Drink Champs and he said, DJ Envy was never on my level, com- confirm, you know, uh, talking about the car shows. And since then, they've been back and forth. Where uh, DJ Envy said your Airbnb, your home, and he referred to it as the place where Eddie Murphy slept in your bed. They shot, they shot coming to America, and Eddie Murphy man milked your bed. That's what DJ Envy said. And then Rick Ross went on there and he tried to offer DJ Envy's sons a job to clean the pool. And it's the, then DJ Envy started making fun of Rick Ross and as a correctional officer. And then he tried to make fun of his weight. He did a bunch of lovely stuff. And then Rick Ross took it to a whole nother level and called DJ Envy's wife, who he's been with for 20 plus years, married and even more than that, as far as, you know, their relationship said that his, uh, his wife faked orgasms for two decades and, you know, then he started talking about uh, was the pickleball and using a paddle like he would like hit her with the paddle, you know, in bed. That's kind of what, you know, use her was, as his pickle his ball paddle polisher. Right. Exactly. So, Ma, uh, and I think that uh, DJ Envy may have asked 50 Cent some type of way to get involved with this because, you know, 50 Cent and Rick Ross do not get along and 50 Cent kind of put Rick Ross in his place a few years ago. They had a big beef going on for years. Uh, so Ma, what do you think about this? Who's um, out of pocket or on the money or are they both floating with disaster? Okay, at this point, they, they're both out of pocket. However, however, I'm going to give the edge as far as being out of pocket. I'm giving the edge to whoever started it. Okay. 
And the way I'm getting the story is that Rick Ross initiated the first insult. That is, yes. That is okay. Yeah. And so, uh, like they say, all is fair in love and war, which is, is a war of words. So if you start it, then I have every right to step on in mm-hmm. and finish it. Or yeah. I have every right to participate. So Rick Ross is more wrong than DJ Envy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'd like to think that I would be able to ignore him if I were DJ Envy, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. You know, your feelings get in it and mm-hmm. uh, 50 Cent, I know, participates in DJ Envy's car show. At least that's what I heard. Yeah, and they're, and they're very friendly, DJ right. Envy and, and oh, Okay, so, so you know, it's a lot of things going on. It's what's said and what's aired publicly and it's other things that go on that we really don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in terms of the history of the car shows and and all the little petty things and that DJ and me has been doing these car shows. Um, from my knowledge, you know, way before Rick Ross started doing the car shows, right? So that's well. But what story. I would like to say is that I would like to see them leave the families out of it and oh, just yeah. and I would like to see them do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if DJ Envy has said anything about Rick Ross's family really bad. No. The only I, thing he did you know, say was that his he's daughter a grandfather. He's a grandfather. Right. Well that he well he that. didn't he didn't go into demeaning his daughter and all that nonsense. Right. No. You know, and I don't think he will do that. No. And and so and for that he gets a lot of props. And Rick Ross doesn't have a wife. You know, he hasn't been able to achieve that. I don't know if that's been one of his goals, but if not, it, you know, he hasn't mm, if he was so, engaged, he remember? Oh please. And so um, I I just hope that they don't take it much further. I hope that they're able to squash it in an amicable way. In a way, it just raises awareness about Rick Ross's car show. I don't think Envy really needs it because Envy has been doing it for a long time. Rick Ross is newer to that particular game, Mm -hmm. you know. So I, I don't know. But I just hope they don't let it get to the point where there's really a whole bunch of hurt feelings and it go it cuts deep. Right. I hope that, that it, you know, it may have already gotten to that point because Rick Ross started talking about uh, Envy's wife. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, think people are not so quick to forgive you. You know, the relationship usually is not as warm when you start talking about people's family and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. usually not good. You know, right. so I'm happy about that part of it. So, but other than that, yeah. I think I think that's my issue with uh, when it went when Rick Ross started talking about his wife right. and you know right. and obviously he referred to her as his girlfriend and they've been married yeah. many 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 years. He knows that is not his girlfriend, right? And they have like and they have like six children together. Well, that was just know? a little. What he was attempting to do was be even more disrespectful, but in fact he was just being more ignorant. That's oh, all. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you know, it it all started off okay. But now is going into, you know, I'm hoping that they rein it in and right. can come together because it's, you know, it's just silly, you know, let people, let people do their thing. There's, there's enough room in this universe for everybody to win. And that's uh, absolutely. it doesn't have to be a competition. That's what I don't like. Right. I personally, and you know this about me, Ma, I like to see all the people who are in my circle and everybody, but it's in particular in my circle, I want to see well. them win. You right. want to see them do well. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, absolutely. So, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Rick started the negativity. And, you know, uh, as far as what I know, Rick Ross started the negativity. And DJ Envy is simply responding. Uh, I think a better thing would have been not to respond at all. But I, I don't know. I'm not in that position. I'm not really sure how hard it hit and how it hit. And, you know, the male ego. Uh, yeah. or, or not female ego too females you know. have egos too they yeah, deal yeah, with it a little differently thing. right right you know yeah. so um i i just hope it ends peacefully let me put it that way okay um so we're gonna so let let us move on like you said my, i agree with you peace okay there you go um all right, so I want to, we have a new segment, Mom. We're going to get back into Naomi Knows Best. We're going to do that next week, but we're going to do something a little different this week. Okay. Um, called Congratulations or We Don't Give a Damn. Okay. Okay. 
So um, this is where we take momentous, you know, times in a celebrity's life. Okay. And we decide on whether or not we want to congratulate them or we just really don't give a damn. All right. Let's All go right. with it. Bring no, it. All right. First is Bronnie James, LeBron James's son, his oldest Bronny, son. yes. Yeah. Posted a photo of his recent, uh, well, it's not recent, but his prom on social media and most people were congratulatory while others seem to troll Bronny for having a white prom date. Oh, now ma, now ma, now ma, what are you going to say? Congratulations or we don't give a damn. And I know you love LeBron. I know you love him like he was your son. I know, but okay. Um, I'll say congratulations. I'll say congratulations to okay. Bronny. And why? Because he graduated. Be real with your fans. I'm. I'm in being the audience. With, I'm being real with my fans. I, I, I don't know what's fans. I, I'm not trying to. I am being like bougie, real. But I'm, I am I mean, being real because what okay, I the think, listeners listen to me. Listen mm-hmm. to me. What I think. All right. This is this is what it is. What I think is that I don't know if he's the love of his life or just somebody he went to the prom with. I don't know. But in any event, none of that is relevant. When you talk about the reason for the pitches, the reason for the pitches are not because he was getting married or his love life. The reason for the pitches is because he graduated from the prom. Mm-hmm. At least that is my reason for congratulating him. Okay. Yeah. I think if he just wanted to pitch, put a picture of him in, in any kind of date or girlfriend or whatever, or girlfriend or boyfriend or any kind of color, black or white or red or yellow or blue. Uh, you know, um, he could do that at any given time. You know, he can do that at any time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't think it was about broadcasting his prom date, wh- whoever, whatever that date, not whatever, but whomever that date may have been. I don't mm-hmm. think it was to broadcast his date. I think it was to broadcast and announce and and celebrate his graduation from high school. And, and a lot of people never graduate further than that. And a lot of people never graduate, th- you know, from, from there. You know, Will's mm-hmm. kids didn't. You know, a lot of kids never graduate from there. Oh, so I think it is. They didn't even care about high school. Well, well, I understand. But I'm saying it's a personal achievement. And for that, I will say congratulations. That is the issue that he graduated from high school. Well, okay. So for me, um, I'm going to say congratulations 100% for Bronny. Right. Um, right. Bronny is young. Bronny is 18. I, right. I think that as I've gotten older and everyone knows, well, I don't know about everyone knows this because I try to keep my personal life private. Um, but um, my husband is white and actually he's been on the on, on the podcast. And so I'm all for people, you know, dating whoever they care about, whoever they love, whatever race. Whatever well, me gender. too. Um, of course however but I I would like to I want to say this I want to say that there are many times when women and in particular black women may feel as though they are not looked upon in a most and in a uh complimentary or flattering way and being treated like the queens that they are and they take things personal when it's all about the individual and just because someone dates outside of their race that doesn't mean that people don't love you and don't right. care and about here's you another thing here's a, another thing and also women of all colors have to make choices okay yeah. and a lot of black women make do you know certain choices too okay mm-hmm. don't act like you know they're, uh, they're victimized a lot of black women make certain choices too oh for sure yeah. and, and so and here's the other thing yeah. You remember your prom date? Yes, of course. Okay. I remember my prom date. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your prom date is your prom date. Your prom date may only be your prom date. Mm -hmm. Period. My prom date is not my husband. All right. And neither was mine. All right. Not either one of them. Not either one of them. And we we both had more than one husband. 
Well, and it we, we, both, we both only had two husbands. I don't well, make okay. it seem like it was well, only, two is more only. than one. I didn't say a lot, but two is more than one. Okay. You know, so I'm saying, so because somebody, somebody's prom date, it's, a, it's your prom date. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so they, I mean, whole, so I, whole thing. if it is, or if it isn't more, and, whatever. And, and also, pitches, yeah. And, uh, my, and also we're not being real about it too. Right. A lot of these athletes, especially yeah. the and especially people who are well to do or yeah, okay. you know okay get to they the are su- they are surrounded they aren't surrounded they don't have many black women around yeah there's, yeah, there's not as many black women around there's that yeah um, we know that. We know at that. the end of the day Bronny should date whoever he wants to date oh, yeah, he should right. love whoever he wants to love and black women because my I'm just telling you this is what I've been seeing on social media Black women, get yours and worry about yourself and right. don't don't stress about whatever's going on with somebody right. else. Okay. Right, right. So absolutely that's where, that's where absolutely. Okay. Okay. My, so, so congratulations to Bronnie. One hundred percent congratulations to Bronnie. Right. Okay? Right. All right. Um Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez are officially engaged. The duo were spotted on Bezos's $500 million yacht. And reportedly, Lauren Sanchez has a 20 carat diamond ring. Yeah, so what is is that for a man with kind of money? Congratulations or congratulations in the order, Ma, or do you not give it a damn? I don't give a damn. Right. Don't give a damn. Jeff Bezos, you have so much freaking money. Right. And and let me let me say this and like we we talked about this, you know, why you engage. Jeff Bezos is 59 or 60 years old. Right. Go get go get married. And what marriage number is this? I think this is only a second. I think he oh, was good with, for him. I think he was oh, with Mackenzie. I think he was with Mackenzie for a long time. He was with her for about 25 years or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Um, well, in any event, like you said, he's still 59, 60 years old. Right. So what's the engaged? What are you, a teeny papa, a young right. man? What and, are you saving up your money for your honeymoon? Right. And I think she probably has an adult child with Tony Gonzalez, a former NFL great. Yeah, uh, so, so go get married. Yeah. What is what is, what is it? What is the engagement for? Uh, you know, right. come on. That's yeah. ridiculous. Not, not feeling it. Okay. No, no, don't give a damn at all. All right. And um, finally, Ma, um, no, no, I actually have two more. Tom Brady uh, agreed to purchase a minority stake in the Las Vegas Raiders. That's nice. Congratulations, or I don't give a damn. Well, congratulations, and I don't give a damn. It's both. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, whatever. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Okay, and finally, Ma, Travis Scott your favorite rapper, actually, it's not your favorite rapper. I don't think you could name a song that he was. Fire, fire. No, no, no. He did um love galore. You know I'm that one. Teasing. Yes. I'm teasing. And he I'm was with. About, I'm saying fire because he had that. Concept. Oh, oh, that was a good one. That was yeah. Good. Okay. 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 So, that was good. Yeah. I like that. So okay. Travis. So Travis Scott has reportedly. Uh, hopefully they don't come for us. So, but anyway. Um, has reportedly played his new album, Utopia, for LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Tom Brady. Congratulations, or I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. Okay, I don't give a damn either. I don't give a damn. And I wish they didn't even mention it. Right, me too. All right, Ma, so we need, okay, so before we get into secession, because we have to talk about the penultimate episode, we didn't get a chance to talk about it on the last podcast, Forbes has released their top highest, well, highest paid athletes in the world. So I'm going to mention a couple of people on this list that are not in the top 10 before we get into the top 10. Um, Notable. So number 50 is Mr. Tom Brady who just retired, he made $45.2 million. The only woman on the list is Serena Williams at number 49. She made $45.3 million. Naomi Osaka is not in the top 50 this year. Uh, which we, Nor should she be. Nor should she be, right. 
Number 48 is Deshaun Watson at 45.8. Number 46 is Dak Prescott at 46 million. And we have Luca, Luca Doncic making 47.2 million. I'm going to skip most of these people here. My, you know, they're on the list. There's many other ones, but we have Kawhi, we have Paul George. Let's see. But one of your favorites, oh, at number 24, Ma, is Patrick Mahomes with 59.3 million. Okay. Okay. Probably doesn't seem right. Uh, still a lot of money. Seems at like it should be higher. Yes. At number 23, yeah. we have Clay Thompson with 60.9. We have Lewis Hamilton, the auto driver, we're racing sixty-five oh, million. Him. Yes, we have Kyla Murray from the area that I live in, right, with seventy point five million. Nowhere near the level of Patrick Mahomes. Good for for Kyla, but uh, and then we have at number sixteen, we have Tiger Woods, who you know doesn't really play too much, at seventy-five point one million. And at number 14, we have Russell Westbrook, who made 82.1 million last year. And he hasn't even been on the court. He Ooh, has, but he hasn't. Not, not well. He hasn't things have been well. a little bit off. He's been a little bit better on the Clippers, but for the most part, now. Right. Okay. So my let's go. I'm going to do top 12 because uh, here we go. Okay. So okay. number 12, okay. Russell Wilson, 85 million. Good. Okay, we're gonna go Neymar, the soccer player, eighty-five million. Giannis okay. Antetokounmpo made eighty-seven point six million at number eleven. Okay. Number ten, Kevin Durant with eighty-nine point one million. Good. Number nine is Roger Federer, who's been retired for some a while now, made ninety-five point one million. That's right. He's worked hard. Let his money work for him. Number that eight. Steph Curry, 100.4 million. Yeah, Steph, he works a little bit. Number seven, Phil Mickelson, the golfer, 106 million. Okay. Number six, and you don't know this golfer, my just a Dustin Johnson, 107 million. Okay. Number five, Canelo Alvarez. You've heard of him, the boxer, 110 million. Yeah, well, okay. Number four, LeBron James, 119.5 million. Number three, Kylian Mbappe, 100. Mbappe, Mbappe. Yeah, he's doing so good for soccer. Yes, 100. Ooh, Mbappe, 120 million. All right. Number two, my Lionel Messi, 130 million. Soccer two. And number one, Cristiano Ronaldo. A hundred and thirty. Ronaldo was still up there. He's still up there. I mean, he's still he's still good, but you know he's He's a little yeah, Yeah, a little bit. And so was and so was Messi. Messi, they both on the decline. Oh, good, but I'm happy for Mbappe. Yeah, yeah, Mbappe. I'm so happy for Mbappe. Okay. All right, ma. Let's get into succession. Roman and the eulogy. This is the penultimate episode. What happened? What what happened with his eulogy? What was that? I couldn't believe it. Initially, I thought he was going to get it together. When he started to clear his throat and, and carry on with whatever, I thought he was going to get it together. But I was I was really happy to see him break down because he's always with all this very glib uh tongued, you know, responses and too uh cool for school attitude and all this kind of stuff. And never really caring about anything and, and, you know, never connecting emotionally at all to anything. And I was so happy to see him break down. And I loved it that he broke down publicly, publicly. I loved it. I loved it. I thought the writers were on top of their game with that. I think that was what I liked most of all in the, in the whole show. To me, that was the thing right there. I was happy when he broke down and did not recover. You know, he did not go up there. He didn't break down for a couple seconds and, okay, I'm good and I'm going back up there. He, for the remainder of the entire 
funeral, he never was able to get himself together and go back up there and make the speech. Well, he had a complete breakdown. He, right? he did. And well, his, well, his went throughout to the end of the whole program. Do you think that yeah. something is going to happen to him when he went, well, I mean, when he went outside and was yelling at people and, and the public, do you think that, you know, something is, you know, you think something really bad is going to happen to him or he'll recover? Well, well, I, I, I don't know, you know, where they're going to take that. I don't know if it was just a, a, a psychotic break of the moment, you know, that he was in the throes of and, you know, brought on by the death of his father, you know, the magnitude of that. I don't know if it was the magnitude of the whole potential of running the the huge conglomerate conglomerate that the father has. I mean, I'm not really sure exactly where they're going to take that, but I'm sure of one thing. He is not going to be the person in charge. They have had that whole ceremony right then and right there when uh, Kendall stepped down from that podium eulogizing his father about the good and the bad mm -hmm. and just sort of resurrecting his father's image after his brother. After his brother. And, yeah, I was going to go through them one by one. My oh, okay. Okay. No, okay. But, but well, what I think is that uh, I want to say irreparable damage was done, mm -hmm. whether just to his reputation or, you know, whether he's going to be permanently damaged psychologically. You know, I don't know how they're doing it. I kind of don't think so. But but in in terms of his perception, the way he is, the way he's perceived, not his perception, but the way he's perceived by people in the business world mm -hmm. and, you know, the dad's cronies and business partners and so forth. That's it. It's gone. It's what about Jerry? Jerry seemed like she was upset. You saw like the little, you know, when they focused on her. She yeah. Seemed... Well, she was surprised, but she knew yeah. it had to come. Jerry is an older woman and she understood and knew it had to come. But that it came at that time and in that way may have thrown her off, you right. know. But she knew it had to come. She knew it was under. She knew that that's not real. He's not a robot. You know, he had to at some point have have to have some show of emotion, but she didn't know the magnitude, the where, the when, the how, and you know, but she understands why, you know, and it's to do with the enormity of the whole thing, the loss of his father, the whole thing. And how about his and how about the brother, James Cromwell, uh Ewan, uh I you know, his it. whole I loved it. He was real. Because he he was that was his experience with his brother mm -hmm. and that was his brother for all, all his life you know and that was his experience with his brother and that's how he felt stoked toward his brother and that's why they had an estranged relationship they weren't a spoon coon mm -hmm. you know and and that is why and yeah. and he, he and he saw the you know sort of the monster quote unquote that his brother was and, and I love James Cromwell standing oh, up like tall and strong. And I just, oh, yeah. I just love that, you know, yeah. because, you know, he's yeah. a man of a certain age, but Absolutely. He, he, he did his Absolutely. thing. I, I thought so too. I loved it. I uh, loved it. Unlike his weasel grandson. I you know, that, Greg. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not putting that together about Greg, why Greg would behave the way he does at all. Right. I, I just, you know, I think they really, I, I think the writers got that wrong. I think that role should have been given to somebody else. I understand Tom acting like that, mm -hmm. but not Greg. I, I don't see that. I just don't see that at all. Mm -hmm. To me, he would just be, he would just even be too arrogant, even if he wasn't smart, even if he wasn't hardworking, ambitious or talented, he would just be more arrogant. Yeah, you know, I I just did rather than to you know constantly be taking humble pie from Tom. Yeah, you know, no, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see that. No, but I'm anyway. I'm sick of Tom and and oh, yeah. well, what about Tom? You talking about Tom? He didn't even come to the funeral. He was too busy, you know, handling things. Uh, putting I don't out think fires. he was too busy. I don't think he was too busy. I think he was too weak. Yeah. You see what happened to him. Yeah. You see how he was at the repass. Yeah, you know. Uh, he couldn't handle the rebass. Yeah, you know. No, I didn't think he was too busy. I think he was too weak. Shiv has a lot on her hands if she deals with him. Right. A Shiv, on the other hand, a Shiv is a, is a bit stronger. You know, she's flaky. 
she's indecisive and she's emotional if she's emotional but she's a bit stronger mm -hmm. she can she can handle a bit more than tom yeah. than than roman yeah. yeah but what do you think that but we were we talked about him briefly kendall so kendall had the the ex-wife you know, I thought that was terrible when, oh, we're not going too. to the funeral. His, his, uh, their kids and, and, and he's not, we're Dangerous. not going. Really? Really? When, when she did that, I was just like, how could you, that's, that's his grandkids, whatever the case is. Right. And my, I, I thought that was a, I thought that was a direct hit toward, um, Kendall. Yeah. I just thought that was a hit on Kendall. You know, I, I thought that was a hit on Kendall. Even if I thought there was some, you know, chance for danger, there's a chance for danger every damn where mm -hmm. they're, they're in, in this world, in these here United States, in this world that we live in. If you just want to have that mindset, if mm -hmm. you're just going to have that mindset, you might not walk out and walk out to, to the beach. All you right. know, you might not. I mean, if that's your mindset, no, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. I thought it was a low blow and I thought it was a dirty hit, uh, hit, you know, against um, attack on Kindle. That's what mm -hmm. I really thought it was mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, no, that was way out of left field. You know, un it was too hasty. It was too harsh. I wasn't feeling what she did at all. And I don't feel Kindle deserved that. No. I, I don't feel that Kendall deserved that at all. And he was really upset about it. I didn't like that. And then um, and then Jess, the thing with Jess, his assistant, that yeah. could have gone either way because, right. you know, she wasn't trying to, you know, lay down the boom with him at that. No, time. it just it just really came up. She yeah. really was going to wait until after everything. She in fact, she had it scheduled in for, you know, later during the week. But yeah. he just happened to see it when he wanted her to arrange for him to meet with a lawyer because right. he was so upset and he right. wants to, you know, go for custody of his children. And I tell you something, there's a good chance that he would get it, too. It's a good chance that he would get it simply because of all the money. Yeah. Simply because the money. You know, let's call it what it is. Let's, don't forget. Don't forget. Logan raised his kids. Right. He raised them. The, the wife didn't raise them. Logan yeah. did. Right. You know, whatever father he was, he was the father that he raised their father. kids. Yeah. Well, my, how about Caroline? How about the mom? Uh, Not much. Not much. She always just seems self-centered and, and whatever. And you know. then bringing her husband in. Her husband is there ready to take autographs and uh, well, get or not take autographs, get autographs. Yeah, I mean, just just just, just low just class, flaky, right? Yeah. Just 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 uh, just in poor taste. I agree. Just in poor taste. The only thing I think she did that was good is that she just seemed to have a kind of um, a very uh, open and pleasant attitude overall. But when I say pleasant, I mean superficially. I don't mean anything like a mother. She was in a way comforting or soothing, like a mother would be. But I mean, she was just friendly toward everyone. She was equally welcoming to everyone. Yeah, to Carrie you know? and all. Yeah, the, well, the, uh, well, well, you know, well, that's better. Marsha, Marsha's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, that's better. If, if, you know, if you have to take a stance, it's better for it to be friendly. You know, there's so many other things. You know, it, well, it was it was awkward, but with those women, yeah, I, I get it. I, I definitely get it. Yeah, and then, and then the other two, well, main people that we didn't mention in this episode was Matson and and uh, Minkin. Oh, uh, Matson looked sharp. Matson was sharp. He did yeah. well. That yeah. it's Alexander well, I mean, Alexander Skarsgård. So no, but I'm saying expect? he was dressed. I mean, he isn't usually dressed up. He had an oh suit. yeah, yeah. He yeah. usually has on some other type of more casual attire. Yeah. You no, know? mm -hmm. right. But he was well dressed down in the suit. Something. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they were all, you know, of course it was a funeral, like you said, you know, but, um, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, there's this mixed signal somewhere and we don't know how, what's going to happen until the dust settles because he seems to think it's a go after he spoke to, what's his name? Uh, Jared, you know, Minkin, yeah, Minkin, yeah. yeah. I just know the last yeah. name. Yeah. 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 After he spoke with Minkin mm -hmm. and, um, he seemed to think it was a go, but I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. So, you know, because Oops. definitely, definitely um Kendall is not feeling it. 
So I'm not sure what's what's and, going and on. And Kendall has some things working behind the scenes where you got Hugo involved and Hugo to spread some bad juju. Oh well, he, he he's been you know? he's been he's had yeah. Hugo involved for a while because he yeah. wanted Hugo to put out there about those shaky numbers. Yeah, over there with Maxson. So he's you know so he's just stepping up the game. But he yeah. and you know but uh one thing about Kendall Kendall has nowhere he has a place for people and yeah. he's letting them know what it is and what it's going to be and the security guard and it's the security uh what do you oh, call yeah. it not the security guard but you know the personal i guess it is security right the he's security. security for, he's for security and he, yeah. he, let, he let him know you know yeah. i have something i have something for you you yeah. know yeah, yeah. And he said, the, who was it? The one who he said, now, make listen, it's not going to be about ownership, but you're going to make me. It's Hugo. Hugo. And yeah, yeah, Hugo. And and he said, now, you just, you're going to be my dog. You're going to be my lap dog. And I'm telling you, that's what it is. And Hugo said, woof, woof. Yeah, but yeah, he's going to make right. millions. He told me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he that's, said, you're going to make That's millions. the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 When he said, it's not about, you know, partnership. You're going to be my my dog, you know. And, and Hugo said, woof, woof. I thought that was funny. Because that's what it would be, right? That's what that's what is going. That's what it already is, you know. So and and Jess may change her mind because everybody was expecting Kendall to be the flaky fluff. You mean Roman? I mean, oh yeah, no, Kendall. You're no, right. No, they was expecting Kendall, yeah. and even even Logan, yeah. even Logan. Okay, and mm -hmm. that's why Logan had invited. Roman, you yeah, think no, he, he said it. He said, "No, it. no, I remember." Oh, do, okay. do you yeah, think? We, yeah. Do you think we'll see anything different, personality-wise, in the finale? The finale is an hour and a half. Personality-wise, from who? From, or just from think, anybody? Do you think we'll see a change in demeanor from Roman, from Kendall, Shiv? Do you think, or you think what we saw in this you last know, what, episode? What we, what we saw in the last episode is a glimpse of what it's going to be. They're going to okay. continue to be that. You know, that's what I think. I think I think Kendall, I think Kendall laid it down because yeah. remember when Kendall was making that speech and nobody wanted to go in with Kendall yeah. and it was like he's gonna flop, he's gonna screw yeah. it up all oh, man, he's the embarrassment. Kendall don't go out there by yourself. And Kendall rode that boat alone. Remember? He oh, rode remember. that boat by himself. So he's already and see that was a scintilla. Okay, but we didn't know if that was an aberration or was it gonna was that really you know a foreshadowing, right. and it turns out that it was a foreshadowing. Right. Okay, he was starting it then. So no, we're going to see him grow more and more, very much Godfatherish. Yeah, very much. Oh Godfather yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so we are looking forward to the finale of uh Succession. Um, uh, we will see what happens. Um, yeah. So my let's let's see. I think it's going to be good. All right, Ma, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, and the moon. For me, um, I want to say congratulations to Carmelo Anthony, who's retired after 19 seasons. He didn't play last season. If he played last season, it would be 20. He was in the same draft class as LeBron James. Um, now, LeBron James is the only member of the 2003 class that is still active that's still playing okay okay uh number two the color purple trailer uh it looks really good to me it's coming out in december my you you mentioned it to me that then i saw it um so i'm looking forward to that yeah and then my number three of course doing this podcast with you for two years and counting uh i oh, love it oh, oh me too sweetie oh me too that is also that's my number four the podcast. That's my number four. The podcast with my daughter. Two years. Could you believe it? Yeah. Could you believe that? Yeah. You know, right? And yeah. we started like right after the pandemic, right? We did. We did. Yeah. Okay. So, Ma, is there anything that you want to tell people before we go? I want to tell everyone the same thing I tell you every week. Stay safe. Enjoy yourself in moderation. Stay mm -hmm. safe. Okay. Don't do anything crazy. And stay woke. Okay. okay. Stay safe and stay woke.
Okay. Okay. Um, guys, continue to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Beijou. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Beijou, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour, and send us your emails at info at bambushihappyhour.com. Guys, DM us at thebambushihappyhour.com. We we read all messages uh, and we really do appreciate you. Like Ma said, stay safe and stay woke. And we will see you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.